this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hey, everybody. I hope everybody's doing great. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Remix Movement Podcast. I am Stephanie Ortega. My husband, Louis, says hi. I know it's been a while. He's been on here, but don't worry, guys. He's going to be in our next episode. All right. Um, in our last episode, we had our seventh remix interview. And um, in our remix interview, we were with Christine Navarro, a very good friend of mine. And basically, we talked about singleness. We talked about how it's okay to go ahead and be in this stage of your life, to be able to pursue God more passionately and to be able to discover the things that you like. Um, we talked a lot about what it is that Christine likes. We did some dating questions and she dropped a lot of really good things um, in that podcast episode. So if you did not get a chance to listen to that remix interview, please go back. That was episode 64 and it was titled Savoring Singleness. In that episode's challenge, we basically want to continue to pray for Christine and her family and her job. And if you are somebody who just wants to have a friend that you can continue to talk about singleness and continue to give you a little bit more comfort um, with this stage that you are currently in, um, go ahead and check out my friend at uh, it's Fetty underscore 25 on Instagram. I'm going to spell that for you. It's at I-T-S-F. E-T-T-I underscore 25. I'm sure she will be able to answer any of your questions. And she's been a really good friend of me and Lewis, so I am sure she's going to continue to be a very good friend to you as well. All right. In this episode, I thought, why not go ahead and talk about something that a lot of us are going through? A lot of us are what um, are in what we call the waiting room. And just basically talking in general when you're in the waiting room when you're at the doctor and you're just sitting there for some time waiting for your name to be called a lot can happen okay um you have a scheduled appointment for a specific time and for some reason um you still have to wait in the waiting room you have to get some paperwork done you have to pay whatever it is that you have to pay for your copay. Um, but you are told to basically be patient and wait and wait for the doctor to go ahead and call your name. Um, when you're in the waiting room, a lot of us do get anxious. I'll tell you when I'm in the waiting room, I tend to go ahead and get anxious. I'm thinking about what uh, the doctor's going to say about my health. I'm thinking about the tests that I may have to take an x-ray or blood work. Um, when you're in the waiting room, sometimes um, it can kind of get you a little bit worried and anxious to the point where when they check your blood pressure and they do call you, it tends to be a little higher than what it normally is. And that's totally normal because that's what people call white coat syndrome, where basically um, because you're in an office space, you're in that setting because you are in front of a doctor or a nurse it causes um, your blood pressure to rise up uh, a little higher than it usually is. And this happens not only to me, but I'm sure it happens to a lot of my friends as well, and maybe to you as well, okay? Sometimes when you're in the waiting room, you tend to overthink and create scenarios that have not happened. 
All right. Now, I know that this happens to me. Um, you know, I'm thinking of, OK, well, if this test goes well, the next thing I want to work on is this. And I hope the doctor can see that I lost weight. And I hope the doctor can see that I'm doing what they suggested. Or once this doctor's appointment's over, I, I can't wait to go to the next step to be able to share with Lewis or my parents what my test results are. Um, then some of us tend to overthink, well, what if my test comes out and the results that I don't want? What if I have to continue to go to a specialist? What if I have to continue to work on my health and something comes up? We tend to just overanalyze and overthink situations that happen. This is all part of the waiting room, okay? Um, a lot of us, when we're in the waiting room, are also anxious for it to be over with. Okay, a lot of us when we're in there, we do morning appointments, which means we're like, we want to get this test done. We want to go to the doctor and then we want to go straight to work after. So we're not necessarily thinking about our health, but we're thinking about, well, what's the next thing that I have to go to? I have to go back to work or I have to go back to go pick up my kids or you do it later on in the day and you know you have to, uh, an event that you have to go to. Well, I have to get this done because I'm supposed to be going to a meeting with somebody or I'm going to be late for a birthday party. So you're not necessarily thinking of that particular appointment, but you're thinking about what you're going to be going to next. So again, this is all going through your mind when you're in the waiting room. While you're waiting, your mind tends to think of a million different things, okay? And this happens. This is nothing to be ashamed of. This is just something that happens, okay? But what we need to understand is that when you're in the waiting room, you're in a process, okay? And we've talked about this before, but this is where you personally don't know what's happening in the doctor's office before the nurse calls you. You don't know necessarily what the person in the room you're going to be in is necessarily going through. If that person just found out they lost the child or that person just found out that they have cancer or that person just found out that they are cancer free and in remission. You don't know. You don't know what other people are going through before they call your name. You only know what's happening in the waiting room. OK, and part of this process is you have to be patient. You have to be able to understand that work is being done behind the scenes. Nurses are finishing their notes. Um, they're getting the space ready for you. Um, doctors are making sure that they have everything that they need and the room prepared for you, that they have all the equipment prepared for you. Again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. All you're told to do is wait in that waiting room, okay? And this also can happen to us in our spiritual life. What do I mean by this? Some of us may be going through a waiting period or we're in the waiting room, okay? And we don't know what God is doing behind the scenes, but we are told to wait and we are told to be patient and we're not told to worry and we're not told to be anxious. We're not told to stress out. All God tells us to do is wait on him and he will be the one to go ahead and give us the answer to the prayers that we've been asking. Or he will be the one to say, I need you to keep waiting because I'm not done working behind the scenes. All right. I personally am going through a waiting room with Lewis. And we've talked about this before, how 
I've, we've been waiting for a few years for us to have our kids. And while we're in the waiting room, we're continuing to pray. We're continuing to give thanks to God. We're continuing to praise his name. We're continuing to work on ourselves, to work on our physical fitness, to work on our mental health, to work on our spiritual life with God. We have to stay in this waiting room until God decides that it's ready to call our name, until it's ready for us to come out of that waiting period period and to be able to see what we're called for or be able to know what is the next phase or stage that we're supposed to be in there's a process to when you're waiting for something all right and right now many of us are going through a waiting room we're waiting for the coronavirus pandemic to finish we're waiting for the next phone call to be the one that's going to give us a job. We're waiting for the next email to go ahead and tell us that we passed the test so that we can continue with our careers. We're waiting for the next travel advisory to be lifted. We're waiting for the next hurricane advisory or the next uh, storm to pass by. We're all going through some type of waiting in 2020. All right. We're all going through something where we are in the waiting room, where we're thinking, where we're waiting on God. When we're just sitting here and we're working on ourselves, we're working on our health, we're working on our spiritual lives, but we are in the waiting room. Okay. Psalms 27 14 says, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Now, I think every verse in the Bible is done for a reason. And for some reason, in this verse that David writes in his psalm, in his song, he's basically tell us, hey, you need to wait on the Lord. And he says it again, you need to wait patiently in the Lord. Now, we can't wait on the Lord and be anxious. We can't wait on the Lord and be grumpy. We can't wait on the Lord and have a bad attitude. No, we need to wait on the Lord patiently. We need to be brave and courageous that no matter what the answer is when God calls our name, we're going to be prepared for what he has, good or bad, all right? It's not fun to wait. Okay, I understand it and I know it is not fun to wait, but you know what? It is sometimes necessary. It's the time when God allows us to go through difficult circumstances, through different types of pain, through different types of sorrow, through different types of times that we're just questioning ourselves. And God tells us, you need to wait for my guidance. And while you're waiting, I need you to continue to pray. I need you to not give hope. I need you to continue to keep your faith up. I need you to continue to lift others up as you're waiting. So God is kind of like the nurses and the doctors in the waiting room. He's basically saying, I need you to wait patiently until I call you for the correct time. I need you to wait patiently so that when I call you, you are ready and you are not worried, but you know that whatever you're going to be going through, I am there with you. I am there with you in the waiting room and I am there with you when you get out of the waiting room. But I need you to continue to wait on me patiently. Now, as you wait on God, you're going to be able to 
get restoration. You're going to be able to get healing. You're going to be able to get guidance. And you're going to be able to see how the Holy Spirit is actually preparing you for the time that God has for you. Now, the Holy Spirit is the person that's going to tell you what is right and what is wrong. He's the person that's going to nudge you so that you know that when the time comes closer to when God calls you, that you will be well aware that your time is coming up. So now I want to tell everybody who's listening to us, everybody who's watching us on YouTube, you may be waiting, but God is about to call you. God is about to call your name. He's about to lift you up. He's about to give you the baby that you've been waiting for. He's about to restore your family. He's about to help you in your sickness. He's about to give you your job. He's about to give you the career you've been asking for. He's about to answer your prayers. But in this moment, all he's telling you to do is wait patiently on him. Okay? Now, Romans 12, chapter 12, I mean, chapter 12, verse 12 says, rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Now, while you're waiting, one of the best things that you can do, and I've said this before in many of our episodes, is don't stop praying. Push until something happens. Pray until God hears your petition. Knock on that door until God knows that this is the desire of your heart. Do not stop praying. Do not stop praying while you're in the, in the trouble. Do not stop tra- uh, praying while you're questioning. Do not stop praying while you're in the pain. Do not stop praying because when you pray, you are lifting up God's name. You are opening the door to a connection. And that connection is your power source because it connects you and God to be on the same page. So while you're waiting for God to complete his will, go ahead and keep praying. Go ahead and keep talking to him. Don't get tired of talking to your father. Don't get tired of of telling God, God, I'm just tired. Don't get tired of praying. Let him know your voice. Let him know how you feel. Let him know how your mental state is, how your emotional state is. Continue to pray while you're waiting. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 and 9 says, But you must not forget one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like one day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people may think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to just to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Could it be that God is allowing you to wait for a certain time so that you can be able to embrace the next stage, the next thing or the next person that comes into your life? Now, we talked about in our last episode about singleness, and we touched a little bit about how some people may feel that while they're being single, they are lonely, and they feel lonely and afraid, and they feel they're going to be like this forever, and they're going to be alone. But we said, no, God is there with you, and he is allowing you to go through this time of singleness so that you are prepared and you can embrace the next person who comes into your life so that you can be able to see through the experience you've had before, how the next person may just be the person that God has for you. The same goes through uh, for when you're going through the waiting room. You may be going through a waiting room and you may be thinking, well, God is delaying this, so that means that I'm not supposed to have it. 
God is allowing me to wait in this waiting room for a really long time, for years, not months, but for years, because he doesn't have this for me. That may not be the case. The case may be that he's giving you this time to wait in the waiting room so that you can embrace what he has for you. Some of you may be going through a waiting room because he wants you to repent, because he wants you to change, not from where you are, but from where you're going to be. He wants you to do a 180. He wants you to open your heart to forgiveness. He wants you to open your heart to new relationships. He wants to soften your heart so that when the next person comes and tries to backstab you or tries to talk behind your back, you don't have anger towards them, but you're able to say, well, God, let it be your will and not my will. Let me have the love to be able to get over whatever it is that they feel about me. God, use me in their life, even though they're the ones that are hurting me. Now, if one day is like a thousand years, that's another way of saying that God is never too late. God is always faithful. God is always going to be there at the right time. A friend of mine said that she's been waiting for her third child and she waited for a few months. And by God's grace, he went ahead and gave her twins. Now, God knew that she wanted four kids. And at one point, maybe she said, well, you know what, God, I'll just settle for three. And just like we said in the last episode, don't settle just because you're waiting is taking a little longer than you think. God doesn't delay his promises and he doesn't deny his promises. They come at the perfect time. So she is now ready to have her four kids now that she's having twins. And her family is now ready to give God glory and give God thanks and share her testimony of how God has continued to be faithful to her. How God has heard that she wanted four kids. And even though she felt like she was going to settle for three, God said, no, my promise will be done and I will give you the desires of your heart. I will give you four if God can do it with my friend, they can, God can do it for you. If God knows that the desire of my heart is to become a mother, then maybe during this season of the waiting, it's not for me to dread it, but it's for me to continue to work on my relationship with God so that when I do become pregnant, I can give the testimony and I will definitely share with the remix movement. I will definitely share with my friends and my family, but I will continue to give God glory. I will lift up his name even louder than I have before. And it was thanks to this season in the waiting room. All right. God is always hearing your desires. God is just asking you to be a little bit more patient. God is just asking you to trust him a little more in the waiting room. God is just asking that you continue to pray to him every single day, that you continue to use the knowledge that you gain from this podcast in your daily life, that you continue to be spoken upon by your friends and your family members, that you continue to go to church and listen to what the pastor has to tell you. All you need to do in this waiting period is wait patiently on God. God. Continue to work on yourself, but know that blessing delayed is not blessing denied. All right. Just because it's taking you a little longer in that waiting period doesn't mean that God is not going to call your name. God is going to call your name and you're going to be ready to open that door and walk into your victory. You're going to be ready to open up that door and embrace the next person or the next blessing that comes your way. And all thanks to the waiting room. 
the waiting season that you were in. So to close this episode, the episode's challenge is to write down three things that you're waiting on God for for 2020, for this year. And then right next to those three things, you're going to write down three things that you can do as you're waiting to improve your relationship with God. So for example, if you're waiting for God to give you a job because you've been laid off or you've been furloughed from your company due to the coronavirus, you're going to write down, God, I'm waiting for my job to come. And right next to it, you're going to go ahead and you're going to write, God, I'm going to keep applying every single day. And for every application I sign, every application I submit, I'm going to go ahead and pray a prayer of thanksgiving on it. So not only are you telling God what you're waiting for and you're writing it down, but you're also telling God, I'm committed to seeing how you have the power to do this as I'm waiting. Every time I submit a job application, I'm going to give a prayer of thanksgiving as if I have that job. I'm going to give a prayer as if it has already been done. All right. There's power in your tongue, so it's important for you to confess it. But there's also power in what you complete as you're waiting. So as you wait, be determined to continue to trust God. Thank God for your talents and for your abilities. And give God thanks for the person that you will be in that employment. So that's just an example. But like I said, for the episodes challenge, write down three things that you're waiting on God for. And then go ahead and write down three things of how you can improve your relationship with God so that when you get those things, you can be a little bit more grateful. Now, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I encourage you to continue to look at our verses of the day as we're in the campaign hashtag heart of Thanksgiving. It's every single day between the hours of seven and eight in the morning. I post it on social media, Facebook and Instagram on our stories and continue to read those verses and let it be encouragement for you. And again, if you are in the waiting room, don't worry. Wait patiently on God. Stay tuned for our next episode. Our next episode will be our third installment of our mini segment, Dating with Purpose. And it's titled, Are You Ready to Get Over Your Ex? So me and Lewis are going to go ahead and answer one of our listeners' um, questions on dating. And I think it's going to be a really good one. I think it'll be one that will help you. And I hope that your week continues to go well. Thank you for listening to us and have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.